Congratulations, you have made it to October. Now, October comes with some pros and some cons. So the first thing is you are into the school year. You've probably have your routines moving forward and going and you're starting to get into the daily grind. And that also comes with the bad things. You're starting to see kind of what's working and what's not working. And that excitement of the first of the school year is wearing off. If you are currently struggling and are overwhelmed by figuring out how to plan for the multiple preps that you have each day and how to actually get things done during the school day, I want you to download my free five steps to getting things done during the school day guide. And it walks you through what you can be doing each day and throughout the week to actually be able to leave when school is over and still get stuff done. You can download it at kristenmasick.com forward slash get things done. And I'll also have a link in the show notes. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. The main takeaway that I hope that you get from this episode is to give yourself permission to reevaluate and make adjustments to your planning that you may have done this summer or even at the beginning of the term. And Give yourself the grace and the time to make those adjustments and know that everything is going to be okay. I want to be real with you because I think that this year is harder than last year in a lot of different ways. I think last year we were given as educators kind of like almost an out or people were really supportive of us because they were knowing all of this that was going on with the pandemic and they were just so grateful for the school year to kind of start up again even though it looked very different across the entire world but people were just so grateful for us to continue to educate their children and their students but this year, they're like, okay, well, the pandemic's still going on. Now get your butts into gear and quite honestly, try to make it back to normal. We want to have more normalcy for our our students, but yet you kind of have to figure out how to do that. And we're not as empathetic as we were last year. There's also a lot of sayings going around talking about how our students, if they are in second grade or first grade or kindergarten, they've never had a normal school year. And likewise, our seniors who are in 12th grade, the last time that they had a quote, normal school year was actually their ninth grade year, which is a lot to think about. But on the flip side, I recently over this weekend saw a post from another educator and she had pointed out that we as educators haven't had a normal school year for the past three years. 
So as you are looking at the progress of where your students are right now and where you are as a teacher, keep that in mind because we cannot compare our school year this year to that three years ago. There is no way that our students are going to be at the same place that they were because there are just so many other things that they are dealing with and that we are dealing with. So once again, I have already mentioned it, but you've got to give yourself some grace as you go into the school year and specifically into this October slump or the October blues, as some people call it. When I first started teaching, I had created a curriculum map for all of my courses for the entire year. And I didn't necessarily plan out every single school day what I was planning on doing, but I did plan out the units and I had looked at where I wanted students to be at the end and where they were, at least what I thought where they were at the beginning. And I planned out every single week and where we should be every single week and every single unit along the school year. And honestly, get to October and I realize, oh crap, like my students are nowhere where I thought they would be. In some places, they were ahead of where I thought they would be because things that I thought were going to take them a lot longer didn't take as much time. And then there were other times where they were a lot further behind where I thought they should have been at that point of time. And I was kind of stuck because I was worried. I was thinking, okay, what I've, I've already planned this. Like I just spent all my time and I didn't have the foresight and of course the knowledge of being in education for a while and knowing that it's okay to be flexible and to make adjustments. So this week sometime, I want you to look at your curriculum map and where your students are and where you thought they would be and look at what those students are doing and the pacing that they're going at and just keep that in mind and look further ahead to see maybe some adjustments that you might need to make. Where you can decide to take or add some standards is by looking at those essential standards or those big rocks or those power standards, whatever your district calls them, and make sure that you can add or subtract things that you need or you don't need. And the best way is to know what those essential standards are. And if you need some help figuring out what those are, if you haven't done that already, download my free workbook for determining essential standards and it kind of goes through how to really look at the standards and the concepts that your state or your district or even the national level gives you and figure out what is going to be most beneficial for your students for the next level. And you can find that at kristenmasick.com forward slash standards. And I'll also have a link in the show notes so that you can figure out where to start if you haven't. And the idea behind that and knowing where those standards are is as you are evaluating where you are in your curriculum, 
curriculum map, if your students are ahead of where you think that they should have been, then you can look at maybe some of the, the things that you didn't include in your essentials and you can actually add some more standards. But if they're behind, maybe really look at those essential standards and reevaluate the importance of them so that that one key one that you really wanted to have solid throughout the end of your course is being hit and met and you'll probably need to shave off some of the other stuff. So the next tip I have for you is to look at your student data and ask yourself, are they where they should be? So we already looked at the standards and where you felt like they should be chronologically throughout the year and where the standards are. And now you need to look at how are the students meeting the proficiency levels of those standards and what kind of things what adjustments do you need to make in order to help those students meet the proficient or the level that you wanted them to meet by the time you moved on from one essential standard to the next? And this does take some deep reflection and you do want to realize that your class periods might be different and unfortunately they probably are. When I was starting teaching, I really wanted to have every single one of my class periods on the exact same schedule because it really does make things a lot easier. But push comes to shove and it's like one class just gets it and another class just has some rough times. And it could even be the scheduling. Like, I don't know about you, but that class period right after lunch and even the one after that were typically more difficult to teach and have students meet those levels than the class period right before lunch. So make sure that you are using data so that you can actually know where your students are because that also determines how fast and how much you are going to be moving through your curriculum map and how much you need to do some reteaching. So the last question that I want you to ask yourself are what changes do you need to make to ensure that your students get to where they need to be by the end of your course? Now the answers to these questions are going to vary a lot. And once again, it could be from class period to class period. But does your teaching style need to change at all? Do you need to have a different way of presenting your information? Are there some systems or routines that are kind of getting in the way that could be improved to allow students to get where they need to be? Do they need more practice? Do they need less practice? And remember to be mindful in this October because this is a time where you could get discouraged, but you do want to reflect now that you are far enough in the school year to know kind of how things are going that you can make some changes. You can alter things, what's working, what's not working, and you do not have to keep things that are not working, even if you put it in your disclosure document or your syllabus. So give yourself that permission to make the changes, especially for the things that aren't working. It doesn't make any sense for you to continue down a path just because you either had it in your curriculum map and you don't want to change the pacing 
because you're worried that, I don't know, like some sort of like curriculum guru is going to come down and tell you you're doing it wrong. There is no wrong way to do it. And especially in these pandemic years, we really don't know what we're doing. We are trying to figure out how to best serve our students, how to close those gaps, how to still ensure that they are learning the skills that they need to as they progress through our classes and our programs. So I feel like I went off on a little rant in that last section, but I really want to get to the point of this podcast episode. And I really hope that this is something that has empowered you and given you some ideas to reflect on this in this time where it is so easy to get discouraged because of where our students are or where they are not. And I want to give you and allow you to have that permission to reevaluate and make adjustments to the planning that you have done and that you've previously done. And I really hope that you are able to give yourself some sort of mental break after you ask yourself these questions, then kind of remove yourself from the situation because it really, it's not about you. I don't want you to be hard on yourself because you are doing the best that you can. This is hard work on a normal year, nevertheless, on a pandemic year and the second pandemic year. So give yourself that grace and reevaluate, look at where you are, and hopefully you will come out stronger on this October slump. I've got some great things planned in the future for this podcast and also on my Instagram feed. That's where I hang out the most. So if you are not there already, find me on Instagram at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week. 